0: hello ladies and gents doc bryant here it's been a while sorry uh things have been kind of crazy been pretty busy um but that's no excuse that is no excuse to neglect all five of you in my audience thank you very much um there can be uh no doubt that the federal government of the united states no longer in any way, shape, or form, represents the people of the United States. They are actively committing atrocities, in my opinion, against the people of the United States, trying to drive the United States into a one-world government headed up by the likes of Klaus Schwab. And oddly enough, nobody seems to be really overly upset about this. It's hard to say, though, because the media won't carry this stuff very much. Now, here's what I'm seeing. What I am seeing is something that I considered even upwards to a couple of months ago to simply be a possibility, I think has now reached the point where it's an eventuality. It's it's going to happen. In one form or another, to the United States, and I think it's it's necessary and 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 I've explained previously why it's necessary, and I'll go over it again uh here uh, what I see happening the united states, the federal government of the United states again is is no longer representing the people of the United States. Rather, it is conducting warfare against the people of the United States, trying to coerce them into doing the government's bidding, which is 180 degrees out of phase with the Declaration of Independence the Constitution of the United States, the Federalist Papers, and, and the intentions of our Founding Fathers. They are, I believe, they have used biological weapons against us uh, in the form of COVID. They continue to push this concept of uh, killer viruses so that they can push their poison into the people. Uh, They're what they call a vaccine, which does not actually meet the definition of a vaccine. Uh, Now they're pushing this concept of uh, the avian flu, infecting our chickens so that they can try to vaccinate our chickens, and therefore the vaccine gets into us when we eat the chickens, theoretically, I guess is how it's supposed to work. But they're actively doing this, okay? They're not hiding it. This is not something that they're, they're pretending that they're not doing. They're actively doing this. And now we are seeing, perhaps, their use of chemical weapons, against us. We have the Ohio train derailment. We've had a train derailment in Texas. I do not know if chemicals were involved in that, Uh, but the one in in Ohio, some horrifyingly deadly chemicals, Uh, apparently chemicals other than the ones that they even said were in there, uh, there are dead animals turning up. The water is poisoned in the river. Then there was just recently a uh, truck carrying hazardous chemicals in Arizona that overturned and was on fire and spreading deadly poison. into this. I don't know. Because of the way the media... Works The Wormtongue Media, and when I say Wormtongue Media, I am giving reference to the character Grima Wormtongue from the Lord of the Rings books, uh, The Two Towers specifically. If you have not uh, read them or seen the original movies, I can't help you. Uh, Look them up, because I'm not going to go into it. I am not going to go off on a tangent there. Uh, I'm going to try to stick to what I'm supposed to be doing. But the worm tongue media, the way that it works, it's hard to say whether these things are just things that happen normally and they're paying more attention to them now. Uh, Or if they don't happen normally and they're happening more often, okay? And if they're happening more often than they usually happen, given recent history, I believe it is reasonable to assume that these things are intentional. Let's just say I would not be surprised if these things were intentional. Which that right there, and apparently there are a lot of other people out there who also believe that it's not, uh, that also believe that it could be intentional. And if there are a significant amount of people who believe that these things could be intentional, like I said, the biological weapons use of government against us via COVID, chemical weapons used against us via these derailments and so forth, then there might be a reason that people believe these kind of things. The government has given us enough reason to believe that this could be the case, and whether or not it is the case, just the very fact that a significant amount of people consider it a possibility is an indication that there is a problem. And and again, there is no question that the federal government is operating directly, operating against the United States. They're facilitating an invasion of the United States. And again, with the chemical and biological weapons that, that personally I believe is the case. So here's what... Here's the possibility that I now believe is an eventuality. I have said previously that I believe that it is possible that the United States will fracture, that there will be a national divorce, similar to what occurred in uh, ancient Israel. And after that, oddly enough, ancient Rome split, Uh, ancient Greece after uh, Alexander died. This is not unprecedented in great empires. And the United States is probably the greatest empire ever to exist in the history of the the world. Uh, And because of that, and because we're Americans, we are going to do it better and faster than any other empire has done it in history. So... I now believe that the national divorce is, it's going to happen. It's an eventuality. It's going to happen. The reason that I believe this is because the, 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 the reason that the federal government has the ability to weaponize itself against the people is because it's using our money to do so. It is using our tax dollars to do so. It is using the power that we have vested in it to do so. And the only way to stop it, the only, at this point, the only way to stop it is a national divorce. The only way to stop it is to cut off the funding, cut off their money, cut off their authority, cut off their power. Now, how can this happen? It's already starting to happen. In Oklahoma, a bill was uh, introduced that basically restated... Oklahoma's sovereignty as a state under the Tenth Amendment is is pretty much how that works. They also, uh, I think, they actually passed a law that states that any federal laws that violate the constitutions of the United States or of Oklahoma would not be enforced within the borders of Oklahoma, by any Oklahoma law enforcement. Texas has done something similar specific to gun rights. So any gun laws, any federal gun laws that are passed that are violations of the Second Amendment, according to the state of Texas, and violations of the Texas Constitution, uh, Texas law enforcement are prohibited. Prohibited from enforcing. So they are prohibited from assisting federal agents in enforcing these laws. And federal agents, if you don't know, federal agents rely heavily, very heavily on state, county, and local law enforcement when it comes to affecting arrests. So they don't have that support anymore in Oklahoma. They don't have it in Texas. They don't have it in several other states, uh, apparently. And this is an indication, and, and then this is an indication of where things are going. So one possibility of this eventuality is a fairly peaceful one where the states, perhaps through an Article 5 convention, hint, hint, would reassert their sovereignty, would strip the federal government of the vast majority of the powers that they have vested in themselves and retake those powers back to the states, back to the people where they belong, where they were intended to be. That's best case scenario. That is very best case scenario. I don't know that that's going to happen. If it does, I believe that the federal government will fight it. Uh, I believe that the federal government will declare it an insurrection... They will declare it treason. I think that this Great Reset, this globalist Great Reset, has gone to the point where they are absolutely willing to use force to try to make it happen. I think that's where we're at. I think they overestimate their abilities in that regard. I believe that the final arbiter, if it comes to force in that situation, will be the law-abiding gun owners of the United States. But that's... I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Alan West said that what he thought should happen is that the red states should get together and form a compact that they are going to follow the constitution of the united states as it was intended and as it was written by the founders and the blue states can just go screw Uh, thus kicking the blue states out of the united states so it wouldn't be a secession It would be, we're going to follow the law. If you aren't going to follow the law, go away. Because we in Texas, in the Great Plains, the red states do not need California. The red states do not need New York. We do not need Vermont. We do not need Connecticut. None of those blue states produce anything that we cannot produce for ourselves. However, the blue states do very much need all of the red states because, true to form, socialists are nothing more than parasites. They do not produce anything by themselves. They are not producers They are thieves. They are parasites. And the blue states have become parasites. And let's say this kind of thing happens. I personally, and I've said this before too, do not believe that there is such a thing as a blue state. You have cities that are controlled by the Democrat Party. By the establishment party. These cities are not in and of themselves necessarily blue either because recently evidence was produced that the Democrats were stuffing ballot boxes and cheating in Detroit. And if they have to cheat to hold their own cities, then they do not legitimately hold those cities. Now, currently, they do hold those cities, and because they hold those major urban areas, they also hold the states in which those urban areas reside. We... In the red states, well, they do not, however, hold the red counties. We've seen this in Illinois, where the uh, Marxist government in Illinois pushed through (coughs) what was originally supposed to be a fairly legal gun control bill, but by the time it made it all the way through their legislature, had been turned into a purely unconstitutional uh, gun confiscation bill, basically. And the governor, the leftist Marxist governor, signed it into law. And immediately, 92, I think it's 92 or more, sheriffs, county sheriffs in Illinois of the 109 counties or maybe it was 96 of the 102 counties I don't know exactly but over 90% of the county sheriffs in Illinois said we're not going to enforce that law and you can't make us and this is this is this was by design too folks as far as government is concerned as far as government in the United States is concerned, the last line of defense are the county sheriffs. God bless county sheriffs. Anyway, so we've got all of these red counties, and this is not limited to Illinois. You've got the same thing happening in uh, Oregon. you got the same thing happening in California. The red counties want to secede from their Parent states, and theoretically, it actually could happen in the case of Oregon, or maybe it's Washington. No, it, no, it's Oregon. And and, but we're seeing this kind of concept. So not only would you have a separation of red states from blue states, but you would have red counties from the blue states joining the red states, which would reduce the blue areas significantly to the point where they would be not only irrelevant, but they would not be able to sustain themselves. Either way, we're getting a little deep in the weeds on this. The Texit situation, for those of you who do not know, This past year, the uh, Republican Party of Texas passed uh, a plank, I think at least one plank, maybe two, that states that in the next legislative session, this current legislative session, that the people of Texas, excuse me, should be given the option to vote on whether or not to secede from the union and uh personally i don't know of too many texans who would not vote for that myself included texas is texas would could easily easily be self-sustaining we've got the farming we've got the cattle We've got the oil, we've got the refineries. Uh, I think we would become one of the richest nations in the world almost instantly. Right now, as I understand it, we have the seventh largest economy in the world. Would we become uh, independent? And I think we could do better than that very quickly especially with regards to energy production. California relies on Texas for a lot of its electricity. And I would love, I would absolutely love to see Texas cut off California as far with, with regards to electricity. But anyway, that's the way I see it right now with regards to uh, a national divorce. I think I think it's an eventuality. At this point, I think it's it's definitely going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to take. I heard one commentator today, I was listening to one commentator today, that he thinks it won't be until the 2040s. I think it's going to be before that. I think it's going to be quicker than that, depending on how things go with uh, uh, federal elections. But I don't think the people of Texas, and once Texas goes... It's going to be a domino effect. I think Oklahoma will be right behind. I think Louisiana will jump on board uh, fairly quickly. Um, hell, maybe even Arizona. I don't know. But I, I think it'll be a domino effect once Texas goes, everything else goes. And there are people who can talk about, well, it's not constitutional. baloney sausage. Bravo, Sierra. It is entirely 100% constitutional. You show me in the Constitution where it says that states cannot cannot secede. We volunteered in, we can volunteer out. That's, that's one thing I want to point out there as far as constitutionality is concerned. The next thing I want to point out is a little thing called the Declaration of Independence. When a government becomes destructive of those ends which is the rights, the inalienable rights of the people of the United States, which the federal government currently has become destructive of those ends, then the people have the right to abolish or change it. So yes, we have the right to secede. 100% we have the right to secede. I don't care. You can, you can troop out however many PhDs you want to. Doesn't mean they're right. We have the right to secede. So, you know, and and honestly, I don't think the federal government has the manpower to enforce, uh, uh, to stop it. They can do stuff like this, train derailment and and that kind of stuff. They can can, uh, futz things up. They can muck things up, you know, make things difficult. But they definitely don't have the military power. Especially if we cut off the oil. And the electricity. But that's, again, getting into the weeds. I think it's an eventuality. I think it's going to happen. I think the red states are going to fall like dominoes once Texas goes. I think Texas will be the first one to go. Maybe Oklahoma. But guys, seriously. Texans, listen to me. You listen to me right now. We are not, we cannot allow Oklahoma to beat us to this. We will not let that happen. I'm telling you right now. Can't let Oklahoma do it. Oklahoma, seriously? We've been letting Florida lead for quite some time because we've got all these Bushite Republicans, these, these pansy Republicans in government in Austin right now. We need to get we need to get rid of them. That's something that has to happen, but but no, we cannot let Oklahoma beat us to this. But anyway, once Texas goes, everything else is going to all the other red states are going to follow. That's the way I see it. That is my prediction. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, uh hit me up in the comment section. Hit like and subscribe. And uh, you can get me on uh, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. Uh, I'm on uh, social media and uh, Gab, Getter, Minds, Truth Social at Doc Bryant and on Twitter uh, at Doc Bryant Actual. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you all later.